the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. Live. I am a little bit tired. That's why I'm yawning because it just happens to be Monday. And I hate Mondays. I hate Tuesdays more than I hate Mondays. Though Wednesdays are all right. Thursdays are better. Fridays are pretty good. Saturdays rock. Sunday is not as good as Saturday, but better than Friday. We are sponsored by the people over at JFD Supply. Check out JFD Supply. They are incredible. And not only are we sponsored by JFD Supply, but we are sponsored by Black Swan Tactical. Black Swan Tactical is where you get the Flying Rich exclusive patch. And I see Jerry Compton out there. What is up, Jerry? One of my favorite people in the world. And you can get this patch. Feature Felons of America. And the Tony Simon patch, which is almost sold out. So go ahead and check out Black Swan Tactical today. And I hit the wrong button. Black Swan Tactical, your number one source for 2A streetwear. With shirts, mugs, hats, patches, flags, and more. There's always something to help you rep the 2A community. All proceeds go back into our projects. Viewers and listeners can take an additional 10% off with code CRUMPY. Unapologetically pro-gun, pro-liberty, and pro-freedom gear for the front lines of the culture war. And just because Thanakis is out there shouting our slogan. I just had to do that one time. I see gorillas and guns out there. Gorillas and guns, I need to have you back in the show. We need to start doing our other show. I mean, it's been a while. But we are also sponsored by the wonderful people at Tusk. T-U-S-C is a cryptocurrency focused on the firearms market. And not only the firearms market, really any market proudly sponsored by TUSC the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind with three second processing times it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet on the planet with lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards it's perfect for your e-commerce needs for gun guys buy gun guys visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution I see Shooting Gallery New England out there too. He has an awesome channel. And Chris Bullis and Ting Ting, one of my favorite people out there as well. So a lot of people are out there, man. Uh, it looks good. Swamp Dog Armory 2AEU is out there as well. Rose Bites as well. Or Blights, whatever. Uh, but you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash John Crump. Alan Powell is our latest Patreon. Thank you so much for helping fund my projects. And now, with that all out of the way, oh, I can't forget Joe Morgan, The Gun Doctor TV, BWE Firearms, 
I can't forget those guys as well. And fi- Fire Ordor, I guess. Um, nice pick, Rich. So let's go ahead and bring on my co-host. His name is Rob McNeely. Rob McNeely is my co-host, and it's the only guy that we're doing this with today. Just joking. They're flying rich as well. What is up, guys? Hey, yo. Hi, Rich. What's going How on? No, I'm good, I'm Sean. A, nice to talk to you. I want to ask Chris something. Uh, what type of shitty headphones did you get that don't work? They work. They just don't handle they just don't when work all the time. When Would somebody calls the- in while I'm streaming from my phone. Would you get the Amazon Essentials version or what? Pretty much. I, I got the Wise Buds. No, the Amazon Essential Buds are freaking like incredible, really. John, just because you own Amazon? No, no, they they're really they're really good. Uh, they're like Beats quality. They're not cheap though. They're, John, did you see my uh, my community post today? Mm. No. R- Rob, did you see my community post? Because two AEDU saw it. Hold on, you have a you have a community. Hold on. Dude, send me a link. I didn't know. A link? You just go to my YouTube page. You have a YouTube? Say what? Wow. Wow. I'm getting roasted here. I might as well just hang out with my wife and daughter, you know, if if I'm getting this kind of treatment. Right. I'm not roasting you, man. I have no idea what you're talking about. Dude, if I can't tease you, you can, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, as long as you send me swag, that's cool. And, and Rob, where's didn't you get the memo? It's, uh, you know, range day shirt today. Did you uh, actually go change your shirt to match my shirt? No. Holy. <laughs> oh, how I'm not going to miss you for those two months. <laughs> Where is he going for two months? Your neighborhood, close. I might no, visit you. What? Dude, I don't you can I don't even have room on a couch, dude. All right, you can sleep on my couch for like one night, but I have to run it by the one wife. One night? Okay. I'll have to run it by the wife. I, I was thinking I might visit you and ski with you. You're more than welcome to. Actually we just got our ski passes for the year. We got snow already. It's already, it's already, there's like the tops of mountains already covered already. So we already, I think we might have a good ski year this year in Park City. That's pretty freaking cool. I'm hoping because the last two years, like last year was better than the year before. The year before was like a, the worst year, I think, for skiing since yeah. I've ever lived out west here. You know what? Mm. Rob, Rich is going to ask you what you are wearing when you're going skiing. Then he's going to go up right wear the exact outfit. And then he's going to run around saying, hey, everyone, look, we're twins. Well, I actually, I did put this shirt on because you had the shirt on. I figured we were going to have Bryce Bandicoot on, who we know from Iraq Veteran Range Day. And I figured... You know, what better shirt to have on? Because I'm like, all right, what show am I going to wear? What shirt am I going to wear for the show that's pertinent? And if I realized we're just going to have Rob McNeely on, I would have threw my Tusk shirt on. Come on, man. You know, there's nothing wrong with being matchy-matchy sometimes. Yeah, I'll, I'll give Rich – I'll say that's okay sometimes. You just don't want to get 
on hand. I do have okay. that shirt though, but I think it's in the laundry. <laughs> please, please. The rain shirt. I do have. Yeah, that if shirt. you go put this shirt on, I'm dropping out. All right, <laughs> let, let's let's talk about some fun thing first. What's up with the wallet? Oh, um, Tusk wallet. Yeah. All right. So I and I've said this. This is not a secret. So the blockchain. So we did our fork. And the blockchain's been running fine, and you can access the the blockchain right now with the command line interface wallet, which no one knows how to use, but it totally works. So what ended up happening with the the GUI wallet is one of the devs that was supposedly doing the upgrades to the wallet <clears throat> didn't do them. And when we got to the launch, we're like, how are those upgrades? We got to test them like, oh, I'm not doing that. So somebody dropped the ball, and we didn't have... And then when we started digging into it, because our guy's like, oh, crap, they all piled in. And the old wallet that we had forked from BitShares, which is the code base we forked, didn't have, like when um, BitShares updated their blockchain and we rebased to the newest version, so we have a lot of updates and stuff, because we're a code fork of BitShares um, 5.2 now. And what ended up happening is BitShares never updated their wallet with a whole bunch of new features, that we need. So we ended up not only fixing bugs that the BitShares group did not, we have to add features that BitShares never put in. And so they've literally been testing it. And I think literally in the next day or two, it'll probably be up. So they are literally talking about how we roll it out and blah, 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 blah. So I am sorry for the inconvenience, but somebody did drop the ball. It wasn't me, but Someone did. I'm not going to say who it was, um, but we ultimately had to completely rebuild the web wallet, which was not figured into doing this. So someone didn't do, and this is the problem with like open source software because there is no head. Like I can't just go out and crack the whip and say, you work for me, blah, 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 because they don't. Um, and so ultimately it's just taken a lot longer and it sucks. And I apologize to the community, um, but it'll be up this week. I guarantee it. Okay. I hope that answers everyone's questions. I'm being completely transparent. Like, you know, you know how it is with like software, right? I mean, sometimes software just doesn't go to plan. But in this case, somebody just literally said they were going to do something and they didn't do it. They said they got too busy. So ultimately, it is what it is. And I'm not a programmer, so I can't just say, oh, I'll just jump in. I don't I don't know how to do this. <clears throat> I just want to say yeah. hi to Dave Mavis out there. I mean, Dark Mavis. Sorry. Keep using this. I make that mistake too. Yeah, yeah. Dave, I mean, Dark. I'm real sorry. All right. So we were supposed to have uh, Brass Bandicoot on, which I was going to ask, what the hell is a Bandicoot? <laughs> Sounds like a funny hat. Like he's wearing his Bandicoot today. Is that what it is? Is it a hat? It seems like it'd be a hat. I think it's an animal. Is it? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like a hat. Well, animals can be hats too, right? I guess so. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to be funny. It's like a, it's like, a, it's like a, like a little rat. It looks like a little rat. A it, bandicoot's it, a little rat. It's like a rat mixed with a kangaroo. Um, it is a marsupial. Yep. So it's a little rat. So I was right. Marsupial. Could, so it could it, be a hat. Right. No. Uh, but you, uh, you, you, you tell me you can't have a like a little rodent skin hat like a raccoon hat so is is it a north american marsupial like the opossum no no or is it an no. australian marsupial it's a real marsupial american marsupials aren't real 
like birds. Okay. Birds They're a legend. Birds aren't real either. Uh, I think it's like Papua New Guinea. Is uh, where most of them are. I it's think they're, still, they're endemic to Australia. I got the Wikipedia open right here. Oh, I thought they were, were in New Guinea. Australia, New Guinea region. Okay, but New there Guinea you go. near Australia. But they're endemic to Australia. Okay. So, John, did you see the link I threw in the chat? <coughs> no. Because I, I broke some news today myself. What'd you break? A hip. You borrowed a hip? Ooh. Dude, I'm not that old. What'd you break? Well, you, you got to click on the link. It's a trap. Uh, it is a trap. Dude, you, a you're, you're going to take me to meatspin.com or something like that. <laughs> what is it? White, remember whitehouse.com? It, it's Grinder. Yeah. No, yeah, he likes Grinder. It's the Grinder profile I created for you. What are you talking about? Hey, you did one too? I, I saw it on the and then I kept how do do, profile and then I, I signed for up for all the Rogaine stuff for him, hair club for men. Hey, John, John's got a good head of hair going there. That's because he takes care of it. He's he's gotten help. Oh, that's okay. nice. I got you, dude. Why'd you put? Okay. All right, everyone knows I bought a beach house. So Rich actually posted a picture of it, which I was trying not to do, but since he did it, I will go ahead and show you. This is uh, my new beach house. So flex, that's a total flex. No, the breaking news about this, about John's new beach beach house is it will not have a moon pool for the crumpy submarine. John Crump's wife did not approve the moon pool. However, she did agree to have the castle in a moat to allow crumpy sub docking. John is still in negotiations with the wife for filling the moat with sharks with lasers John's fallback option is alligators, and he hasn't given us any word on piranhas. The crumpy sub is currently using diesel propulsion. John is considering air-independent propulsion as an upgrade. AIP is green technology that is environmentally friendly. And currently, John is using carbon-neutral biodiesel in the crumpy sub. So that's my breaking news. Amazon has done crump well. Yeah, Crump has been hurting. <laughs> I could see him owning that. <laughs> Still not subscribing. Subscribing to me or him. I've subbed to you for a couple of years now. Nuclear fuel lasts forever. And I wrote, that's the problem. Uh, so oh, I, I'm, I'm doubling down. Bandicoots are walking hats. <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be hats. Future hats. They're emergency hats. Is that going to be your new, um, is that going to be your next, uh, like, you know what? I forgot to start my stream on, uh, Utreon. Oh, well. I, I started my stream on Utreon. I forgot to do mine. No, nah, whatever. Um, it sounds like a urinator tract infection. That's a horrible I, sounding name. <laughs> so are you going to, uh, make Bandicoot NFTs next? Um, you know, I'll think about it. You guys like that transition? Nice. Nice. Steering us right back into the stream of things. So we've been thinking about all sorts of crazy NFT possibilities um, about the future with just doing some interesting drops for different things with different weird themes that haven't been done before. So maybe Bandicoots is one of them. Maybe people collect Bandicoots. But Bandicoots, like the name Bandicoot, sounds like it should be a pirate, a pirate rodent. Or marsupial, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, not a rodent technically, but marsupial. 
Yeah, maybe. Now, I mean, if a marsupial can be a hat, do you have to do anything? Because they already have a pouch. Could you just... That'd be a little stretchy. All right, so let's talk about NFTs. We can do that. So, So, Rich, do you have any NFTs yet? (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Do you just kick them off or what? Of course. All the time. I'm used to it. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Dude, Corn Pop's my, like, spirit animal. Yeah, okay. Uh, we've done a few episodes on NFTs. So, just to review, what is an NFT? A non-fungible token. And it's it's more of a, a technology than anything else. So, it's in the cryptocurrency vein but they're not technically money like cryptocurrency are, but they can absolutely generate and create value. Um, So right now, all the rage is digital collectibles. So think like digital Pokemon cards and digital Beanie Babies. And so that's what everybody's talking about today and in, in the NFT world is that these are digital collectibles. So some people don't take them seriously, but... Um, but it's really just what people are talking about, but it doesn't really embrace what the technology is and what the technology allows for. Um, but to say that it's not a serious thing, OpenSea, which is the big NFT marketplace on the Ethereum blockchain, did almost $2 billion in transactions in August. So this is not a small amount of money that's being pumped into digital collectibles and digital art and Major auction houses like Sotheby's and Christie's are now selling high-end NFTs as digital art. But um, so from the art realm, what does an NFT do, right? People are like, I can just right-click the picture and I have a copy. And you don't, but you don't have ownership. And what, what NFT technology does, it allows cryptographic ownership, provable, verifiable provenance of digital assets, and, and I think that's the most important part of the technology as far as art goes. But this could be applied to all sorts of online digital assets. It could be music files. You could. What about, I, you know, I just thought of something interesting with the <laughs> stuff I've been working on today. Uh, you know, personal life stuff, uh, not work work stuff. You what about uh, like registrations or titles for vehicles? Do you oh, think that oh. has a future? Oh, well. So now you're now you're digging in, right? So this is where where we are with the technology now is is much like I say with other crypto is we're in the dial-up modem stage of crypto, and so what's happening now is people are building are building the infrastructure, the foundations, the marketplaces. Think of gold rush, you know, shovels and picks and axes, and all this infrastructure is being created. Just like you know when Web 1.0 was rolling out, people were trying to figure out what's a shopping cart, right? That was the like trying to figure out those different pieces of the technology. Oh, yeah. So people are doing that right now with crypto and NFTs. Think of NFTs as like a part of the crypto world as far as like a, a kind of side technology that's built. And by in the way, space. you know, I got a lot of, oops, I got, oops, sorry, sorry. My fault. <laughs> and uh, Alan's right. It is complicated, but here's the thing, right? The people that get in early, <clears throat> like anything else in a new wave, a new technological wave, that's where that's where all the major money is to be made. That's where the major opportunity is, is to get in when it's complicated and hard for most people. 
and the people mm-hmm. that go in and figure it out and look for the opportunities and see the future. And I'm going to tell you where I think the future is. And this gets back to why I'm real excited about it with our crappy art drops that we're doing and with Tusk and what we plan to do between the two different projects. Because um, we're doing this NFT drop called Undead Presidents under this crappy art umbrella, which is kind of think of it as we've created a digital art collective to drop and do NFT related drops um, under this banner of crappy art with a K. Yeah. Um, uh, full her, for full disclosure, Rob is a well, Tusk is a sponsor of the show, and Rob is the co-founder of Tusk. Correct. And the website is crappy.art, K-R-A-P-P-Y? Yes, sir. Okay. And so we're doing a launch of this thing called Undead Presidents Collectibles, or Digital Collectibles, and we're doing a drop, and we partnered with this charity called Watsi, and they get 10% of every transaction. So if we only sell one, they get 10% of the one that we sold. I think we're going to sell out, and this. a lot of people are doing these big digital generative drops where you come to the website, and you buy it, and you don't know what you're going to get. It's like opening um, like a pack of baseball cards. Like a Kinder Egg. Kind of. You're, so everybody buys a pack of baseball cards, but you don't know if there's going to be a Mickey Mantle in there. And with digital collectibles, they're bought and sold on marketplaces like OpenSea, which is kind of like an eBay for these things. Um, and that's uh, the idea behind them is that people are buying them because they believe they'll go up in value. And, and the cool thing about this is uh, this is called a generative NFT drop that we're doing, meaning that we have a bunch of different characters and base art. And then the software generates based on weighted averages, the different attributes and puts them all together in different combinations. And some combinations will be much rarer. And in the future, those rarer combinations will likely go up in value um, as people get okay. excited about. So so let me step back and talk a little more about the technology piece. I, I can shell anytime. But what I think is interesting about NFTs right now, we're talking about digital art, digital collectibles, maybe music, you know, NFTs, things of that nature. But the future is about using NFTs as deeds to physical goods. So we call it in the crypto world, tokenizing physical assets. Uh So what NFTs will allow for in the future is, let's say you own a like a very fine painting, a physical painting. Let's say a Mona Lisa. And right now, the only people that can invest in things like fine art and fine music and maybe fine gun collections, the only people that can invest in these high end things, you know, are people that are wealthy. But now let's just say you're lucky to be one of those wealthy people and you own a Mona Lisa and you need some cash. Well, I don't know. You have a, you, there might not be a $100 million buyer around to buy your Mona Lisa, or there might not be a buyer of your $100,000 Holland and Holland rifle. But what you could do is you could issue NFTs and fractionalize the ownership of that underlying asset whether it be a collection of guns, whether it be a collection of Ferraris, whether it be anything physical. And, what, and so here's the thing, uh, Stradivarius violin, for instance. So you issue NFTs representing fractional ownership of those items. And then those little pieces can be sold. You can get liquidity out um, of that item. But the thing is, it also opens up the market to people of average investors that now normally could never have afforded to invest in this high-end violin or high-end piece of art. And now everyday people can buy and sell fractional ownership NFT deeds 
of those assets. And what it's doing, if you think about it, in the future, I see that there's going to be trillions of dollars of physical assets tokenized and sold off as NFTs, which are then traded on marketplaces. And I believe that is the future of this technology. Um, and, and there's lots of ways that that's going to be done. And I think that the early marketplaces that provide those, you know, marketplaces for buyers and sellers and traders of those NFTs of fractionalized ownership of physical items, that's, that's the future. And, and so that's why I'm real excited about this technology in general. Art is just the tip of the iceberg. It's just getting what people are getting people exciting about this technology. Okay. So if I bought an NFT of one of those images from crappy.art, in, in the blockchain, is the actual image, whether it's a JPEG PNG that's encoded in the blockchain? So how it works um, with most NFTs. So we're doing this drop on the Ethereum blockchain, and that's the blockchain that OpenSea primarily uses. Um, so the hash, so there's two different blockchains involved with the way we're doing this. So there's a blockchain called IPFS, which is where the media files are stored permanently. And okay. then the blockchain that has the token, um, think of it just like a normal database. So um, a blockchain is very similar in a database in this way. So you mint the token, which has a unique cryptographic, you know, a, it's a unique cryptographic identifier, which you mm -hmm. only have keys to. So you're the only one that can move that token around. And what happens is that token has links to pull the media file that's actually stored on IPFS, which is the interplanetary file system, which is another block. Oh, okay. And so, oh, I'm sorry. I, I knew what IPFS was. I just didn't remember. Yeah. So IPFS is where we're going to be storing the files. And this is pretty common. Lots of people are storing their uh, NFT files on IPFS. Um, and so that's a blockchain that's been built and designed just to hold files. It's a storage blockchain. Um, and so that's where the actual media file is stored and the thumbnail is stored. And so when people, you know, and most of the wallets now that, you know, the crypto wallets that are NFT compatible actually will automatically pull that, you know, that image file and display it in the wallet. Okay. A question, uh, from Alan Powell. If a Mona Lisa is turned into an NFT and sold to 10 different people, who gets to keep a hold of the actual physical art? So that's a good question. And I think that can be done a variety of different ways. So there's not a cookie cutter approach to this. So one way that I think is probably going to be the most likely is the creation of a DAO, a decentralized autonomous. So think of it like a non or think of a DAO like a nonprofit. And so the nonprofit would probably sell off the NFTs to buy the asset. And think of that, that almost as like the holding company, think, or maybe even like an HOA. So you would probably create a DAO, which acts as the custodian of the asset. Um, and then that custodian might say, okay, let's just say it's a Mona Lisa. And let's just say we want to create an art DAO, but maybe there's maybe a couple of Rembrandts in there. So maybe... Maybe a bunch of people get excited, create NFTs, and build a DAO that goes and buys a bunch of artwork, like a big collection. And then that art would be managed by the DAO. And that can be done a couple different ways. But think of it like maybe like an HOA, for instance. And then that HOA, that DAO, will then oversee maybe the exhibition of those works of art. And then maybe your NFT, which you hold, gives you special access to go see it for free. 
for instance. Um, and so that would be one way you could do it. I think another way you could do it is you could just have a central repository. And I believe there will be probably like bonded vaults that pop up that hold assets and protect them. And maybe they're not publicly available, but there might be a way where those assets are just held in a secure location and in almost like an escrow. That would be another way that, that you could do this. Um, and another way could be like, let's just say you own a musical instrument um, and maybe you, let's just say you have a, a Stradivarius violin and maybe it's worth $10 million. Maybe you will create $10 million worth of NFTs, but only sell off 30% of them. So you could set up a DAO or an NFT project where whoever owns the majority of those NFTs is the one that gets the possession of the item. So there's, I think there's a variety of ways you could structure that. And I think there'll probably have to be some changes in some various laws. And I think, you know, I think right now it's, it's an open, wide open West. People just need to do it and figure it out because it's not being done yet. I'm saying is this is where the future will be. And, and why I know in my heart, and, and I do feel really strongly about this now that I really been taking this deep dive into the NFT world, why that will happen is because there's trillions of dollars of equity locked up that can't move around. So think of equity or liquidity in physical items, just value. If you got $20 million sitting in a violin, but maybe you're, you still want to hold the violin, but you want to get access to some of the value of that. And maybe you want to sell off $2 million of your $10 million asset. <clears throat> that has never been possible before until this concept of fractionalized NFTs have come along. And so that's what's new about the technology which enables. So if you think about anything that could have value can be fractionalized, tokenized, and distributed via NFTs and then traded publicly on exchanges. So, so, so can uh, we sell a 545? <clears throat> what's 545? Ammo. Like still cased. 545. Oh. Like Russian uh, ammo. I, I think you can do it any way you want. So I think this is the thing. I mean, uh, I, I could see where someone like, all right, so I don't know if I heard recently, but think about it like, say someone has a huge gun collection and dies. All right, like, like that never happens, right? What if you had, but maybe that gun collection is very valuable. There are a lot of like very expensive guns out there. Maybe you create a DAO around that gun collection and now you, those are held in some kind of safe vault somewhere. And then... People own, they can trade the shares in that gun collection. Maybe it's a $10 million gun collection. <clears throat> you could say, look, I own, you know, $100,000 worth of this $10 million gun collection. And now I have this many shares of that. And this share just comes in the form of NFT. And But the key is I can now trade that NFT on a marketplace, um, which would be very difficult. So before you just didn't have the ability to just tokenize anything you want and go sell a share of it. It was very difficult. Even now, like, which is really common now, rich people things, like people buy fractional jets and fractional beach houses. Mm -hmm. yeah. I and bought so, a full beach house. And Thank so, you very much. Not, but, but think of it right now, but those are usually private deals. They're done in a very private way. They're done very manually with paper, right? But what if you wanted to be, what if you then fractionalized a house and then now uh, you can take those, you know, like timeshares. Like I think timeshares is a great, I think timeshares could be a very example. So yeah, that's, what, that's why I've bringing it up. <clears throat> so they have a lot of timeshares where like some timeshares you're locked into one location, right? 
but there's sometimes shares that you just, it's more like a membership token, right? Um, where you can go to any different one of a 50 hotels or something or resorts or what have you. That easily could be translated into a crypto NFT. Uh, and I think that will happen. Um, but there's a lot of other things that's happening right now. Like for instance, um, NFTs are not just about the digital collectible, but there can be like benefits and perks to holding that digital collectible. Um, and so that's where it's getting interesting is what kind of utility can an what can you attach to a, a you know an NFT for as far as utility goes? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that's that's the thing that it's getting lost on a lot of people. The NFTs can be used for like house deeds, car, like car registrations, a- anything that really shows membership, and it's actually safer because you can't you still, but you it's know. Immutable. Yeah, well, when people race, they're going to be, instead of racing for pinks, as the kids used to like to say back in the 50s, they're going to be saying they're going to be racing for NFTs. Well, think of it this way. So let's just say box seats at a stadium. Let's say you buy a box seat at a stadium, but you're only able to use that box seat half the season. You could te- you could theoretically rent out an NFT that represents ownership, and you you and you can actually program to that NFT that maybe it moves back to the exist the original wallet after three or four uses, and then the mm-hmm. only way you get into that box seat is you show your crypto token, you know the NFT mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. the gate, and you do that five times, it gets scanned, boom, it goes back to the original holder after that rental period is over. Mm-hmm. That's what you can do. So imagine this, like. I don't know of any marketplace, maybe exists, maybe it don't, but where you can go and rent a box seat or where you can go use someone else's box seat where they can sublet it essentially. I mean, but this is a quick and easy way where you could do that. And that hasn't existed before. So I'm excited about the space. I'm excited about the space. How about gas prices? On Ethereum? Yeah. Sometimes they get a little bit pricey. They're, They're trash. There are, Ethereum is trash as far as um, transaction fees, so um, that that's still a problem. And but I think that's why you know we're very interested in in looking at building an NFT marketplace on the Tusk blockchain. And so one of the things that me and my partner in Crappy Art are thinking about doing, and and we've kind of tentatively see we'll just see have to see how the sales go over the next two drops. But if the next two if we can do two successful drops with Crappy Art. My partner and I are going to fund an open source NFT marketplace built onto the Tux blockchain next year. That's our goal right, right. now. And- so I, I want to make sure I understand two, two <clears throat> questions that I, I'm not sure I'm clear on. One is the crappy art that you create, only the holder will be able to download and view it? View Well, anybody can view it. So, okay. So that, it's that it's was, ownership. It's the ownership. So okay. you can't move the token from one wallet to another without having the keys. So like if I posted my design, my original files, my STL files for this, and made that an NFT, everybody could see it. But like if John bought it because he wanted to own the first and only in existence design of this, uh, he, he's the only one that could handle the ownership of that design. How about this, Rich? How about let's so now you're getting to where my I'm thinking the future is going to be. So what if you could upload your STL files and sell them on a marketplace like Tusk? Mm-hmm. And then every time that file was sold in the future, 
you got a royalty automatically to your wallet. Right. Very cool. All right, which which goes back to the second question about uh, crappy art. So you're donating 10% to charity, right? Correct. We, we've partnered. And then, so if John charity. buys it, then I buy it from John. Each time it transacts, they get 10%. Not currently. So not currently. Um, okay. Not currently. That is the goal. So um, on the so what what determines that royalty thing is the blockchain you're on, and Ethereum doesn't have that built in. And I okay. thought it did before it doesn't. Um, okay. Because there's a there's an Ethereum proposal that might go into effect next year that will allow that at the protocol. However, we're already we've already we already have created the architectural blueprint to build an NFT marketplace on Tusk, and that's one of the things that'll be in there is that we want ongoing royalties built into our NFT marketplace. So if you create an asset on Tusk and you resell it, we want to make it so that the original seller does get a royalty. So that's one of the things that we're going to be building into our blockchain um, oh, cool. or our NFT marketplace. So yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff. And and the, this is the thing is like right now, OpenSea, which is like the Amazon slash eBay of NFT marketplaces right now, they're focused primarily right now on art. But I think there's a lot of things like the maker communities and 3D printed gun communities not only have the ability to get their files out there permanently, you know, like make sure they're out in the world, um, which mm -hmm. is important. Mm -hmm. But I think the maker communities are being ignored by the NFT world. And I think <clears throat> so whether it's, you know, 3D printing or CNC cutting or CNC, you know, like laser, CNC milling, CNC plasma, there's all these communities where people will make files and then try to sell them or license them off. And the NFT world is like not, there's no one doing that yet. Like, and I think mm -hmm. these files as NFTs would be a great market um, to bring over to the Tusk NFT marketplace when we get that built. And because I'm cool. excited about these maker communities, that's one of the places I think would be great. And one of the things that, you know, and, and I've told, you know, all the people around me that the main reason I wanted to get into doing an NFT drop was because I wanted to learn the process from the creator's perspective, going through from, you know, pulling a team together, pulling the art, doing the, the creative drive on this, but then launching and marketing. And... And I've learned a ton, you know, just in the last, you know, couple months on this, learning all about this technology. Um, and so that's what I'm pretty, pretty stoked about, um, uh, and just about the tech and where it's going to be. Because I, I always see where the future is. Like, I'm pretty good at, like, saying this is where this can be applied. Um, mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Alan Powell, we absolutely do have, uh, uh, we do have a Discord. And you can go to crappy.art and the link is right there. No, so I, crappy, think, I, I think he's asking about my Discord. Oh, dude, your Discord's lame. My Discord is being shared. Discord wars, dude. We, dude, our Discord has blown up in a week from like zero, like a week and a half ago. We set up the Discord. We've already got twelve hundred members in it in a week and a half. It's like blowing up. It's crazy. Um, I'm, I'm it's like interesting because the Tusk Discord has been languishing, and I'm like, okay, we got to fix the Tusk Discord now too, because you know now that I'm getting a better understanding. I hated Discord before, but now it's like. Now that I understand what it can do and how powerful Discord is, I'm like, yeah, we're going to blow up the Tusk Discord too. Um, Rob with is this. digital flexing. But so uh, I and I'm kind of Discord noobish. How do I share a link to the Discord? Um, you copy and paste it and link to it. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm on the Discord. It's not the URL. Is it the URL? No, no. Uh, when you open Discord up the Discord, you uh, if you scroll up to where it says notifications, information, whatever, you scroll up to the very top, it says invite people. 
but those invite links can perish. So you got to make it a permanent yes. link. If you, um, but yeah. Yeah, you make it a permanent link. Okay, we got a question here. The places where the items are held, the DAO, could be like museums, petting zoos as well, hey? So the items, if they are tangible, can still be useful, inspirational, etc. Yes, absolutely. I think that was a yes or no question. It so- sounds like a statement, man. The hell? I, well, I love G-Webs. One, there, G-Webs there, is, there, is like one of my favorite people, there, by the way. There is, there is a question there, the question mark there. So I think absolutely. And I think, it, it, and again, this isn't being done yet. So it, it, it's like it's like figuring it out. Why are you laughing at that? I'm, not, I'm laughing at Ting Ting. Ting Ting? Yeah, she said Hunter's artwork. Like I Hunter think- Biden. So hey, you know I think so. Uh, this way he truly can sell. Later, Gigi. What about Fang Fang? Fang Fang. Remember Fang Fang? <laughs> no freaking clue what you're talking about. Swalwell's girl. Remember? Oh, Fang Fang. What was it? Fang Fang. Yes, Fang Fang. That's right. What? Yes. That was that was the Chinese spy. That Eric Swalwell's Chinese this... spy girlfriend. What? Yeah. Who Swalwell? Swalwell. Swalwell. Is he, uh, is he a senator or a congressman? I think he's a senator. I don't know. John, are you doing this to me again? Again. I'm going to go put on that shirt. You keep doing that. John, how well is your kung fu, man? That's what I need to know. Pretty damn well. Apparently, could you fall for it every single time? No, I mean. Eric Swalwell, the guy you... in the city, is going to nuke everyone. Yeah. So, and additionally, remember... museums could offer NFTs of the items that they hold. Absolutely. Sorry. Yep. Well, I mean, and I think so. Think about it. You could so you could so a museum could. I think this could be a great fundraiser. But what you could do is you could create an NFT. If you're a museum, you could create an NFT that gives you. If you buy an artwork NFT for as a donation to the museum, you could take that NFT and it now could be your ticket to get ten percent off every time you want to go to the museum. That could be an NFT, and sure. that's actually people are doing that already now. If if I was saying this NFT stuff is vaporware, bullcrap, a Ponzi scheme, blah, blah, blah. But realistically, it's not much different than owning stock at a company. Exactly. Well, well, I mean, one, if you want to talk about Ponzi scheme, I mean, the, the market cap for all cryptos right now is like a couple, tr- it's uh, two and a half trillion dollars. So if you, if you want to call for all crypto right now that's being tracked, it's about two and a half trillion, including Bitcoin's market cap. If you want to say two and a half trillion dollars is pokey and pokey, okay, that's fine. I, I can't argue with you, I, but um, I think it's it's good. I think it's pretty safe to say that this isn't going away. Well, you at know, this point, it's uh, Elon Musk is big into crypto, and he happens to be thirty three billion dollars richer than Jeff Bezos right now, and richer than Bill Gates and Warren Buffett combined. But that's only because Bezos got divorced. Divorce yeah, is expensive. Had, he had to give what's her face half for that. Isn't he dating a dude or something? Oh, that's not true, is it? But you know what? His ex-wife was like way better looking than his like side side chick. <laughs> she was. I'm, I, she, no, I, 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 I no, I'm not laughing stuff. about that. There's. <laughs> In a private conversation, I could tell you my thoughts. Okay. 
anyways, so yeah, whatever it is, I, I think I think he, you know, he downgraded, and it cost him a lot of money for the downgrade. Um, but you know, it is what it is. But I think there's a lot of potential uses for NFTs, blockchain, and crypto that absolutely overlap into the gun industry. And I, and I, by the way, I've not deviated from the mission of Tusk and payments. And I still think that's a huge part of what we're doing. That's probably still the main focus of what we're doing. But what NFTs also, I, I had an interesting idea. Now I oppose gun ownership records on blockchain. I think that's a bad idea. And I've been very vocal about that. But I think there, we're looking at the possibility of creating self-sovereign identity NFTs. And so one potential use, as I know with a lot of gun stores, <clears throat> 4473 errors are Dude. a big problem for gun stores with the ATF. Jeff Bezos' girlfriend looks like the Joker. Kind of. Um, so no, no, she way. does. She does. She she absolutely looks like the Joker. All right, I got to look. All right, you guys are getting you're derailing me. So McKen, so they'll now look at yeah Bezos new or uh, yeah Bezos girlfriend is like had bad plastic surgery. And now Mackenzie had good plastic surgery. Uh, yeah, let, let, let me just, uh, I'm going to pin up the. Uh... <laughs> Dude, that is the effing Joker, man. <laughs> That's a downgrade. And he paid how many billions of dollars for that? Why so serious? <laughs> just imagine her saying that. Oh, God. Yeah. That's she looks so like the that... Jack Nicholson Joker, though. Yeah. Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? This this conversation's going off the deep end at this point. I'm losing my mojo, guys. Work with me here. Work with me. Let me shield better. You 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 distracted me, man. <laughs> you you guys brought it up. The best joker is the Mark, Mark Hamill joker, though. By the way, just letting you, just saying. Dude, it's like trying to it's trying to roll back like iOS and and you get like Windows XP. <laughs> that was really nerdy. All right, I'll, I'll work on my delivery on the next one. I promise. No, no. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty funny. But um, if you can tell me she does not look like Jack Nicholson's Joker, then. Yeah, there's something. Then you need to have your eyes adjusted because that is Jack Nicholson and his Joker here. Now, now pull up an an image of Mackenzie, his ex, and and, and com- do a comparison. Pull up a Mackenzie photo. Okay, uh, no, hold on. I want I want to before I do that. I want I want to pull up something. Do we else. put a vote? Do we put a vote up? If you want, do you do a yeah Mackenzie or I don't even know what this one's name. This one flies helicopters, so that's kind of cool. But you know. Especially if you need to get to a ski spot, I guess. and want to want to not take the chairlift with the peasants. All right, so everyone, take a look at her right there, right? And I'm about to share an, another picture here, and you guys can tell me what you guys think. All right, so that's Jeff Bezos's girlfriend, right? I'm gonna stop the screen share. Is this going to be like a, a Rick Rolled thing? No. <laughs> and that is also another picture of Jeff Be- Bezos' girlfriend. 
I like the hat. <laughs> you tell me they, they're not the same person. I bet they've never been seen in the same room together at the same time. Could be. It could be a trap, though. <laughs> Alan Powell says he's dating the lead singer of Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Wayne says she looks like the Arkham Asylum Joker. You know, Jeff's going to be unhappy. You're not going to get your your Amazon stock is going out the window now. I already sold my Amazon share. Oh, no, it's the animated Joker, too. John, do you have to sell the Amazon shares, shares to buy the beach house? <laughs> no. Oh my goodness! Sorry about that, Rob. It's your fault, dude. You just, you just my whole mojo. I had a good inspirational, motivational speech about NFTs and the overlapping problem solving in the gun world, and you derailed me with Bezos side chick. Yeah, I, I will show everyone or side dude, whatever it is. Uh oh, all right. I, I got <laughs> Joe shooting gallery. New England's been monetized for like what seventy two hours, one hundred four hours. Now he's the monetization expert, and he's telling us we're demonetized. You mean? Probably you mean that, he's like that. That's his. Uh, that's his wife, I think. No, that's his girlfriend. That's the girlfriend. That's not Mackenzie. Mackenzie Bezos is like his wife, his ex-wife. That's not his ex-wife. That's his girlfriend. Okay, that's why she still looks like the Joker. Right. Probably. Okay, maybe. So, he so whenever I hear someone say they're monetized, I, I just envision them wearing drag on a street corner when I hear that. They're monetized. Like, yeah, like what do you want? And now we're monetized. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I talked to a potential sponsor today, um, just out of the off that wants to sponsor from videos. So, so and, if and you it, have to compare her to the Joker girl, what do you think is a better deal? I wonder if Jeff Bezos looks at his new girlfriend in bed and says, tell me to dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. Dude. <laughs> you know, I always said, like, some of those guys that get so rich, they just go crazy. Like, you know, like Howard Hughes. I always think whenever I see, like, um, what's the guy from Twitter? Jack Dorsey. Dorsey, yes. So Dorsey <laughs> reminds me of a guy that saves his urine in jars. Dorsey looks that like a guy, guy. That's, he's like, that he's, lives like, under the bridge. No, no, the guys, I, I was in Gainesville. The guys living under the bridge looked better. He just reminds me of like one of those guys that's like full Howard Hughes, a trimming his fingernails and saving those, you know, like I just envision that's how he's going to end up. I think when you get that rich, you just go crazy. I I think there's something inherently wrong about it. Okay. I'm going to cleanse this with a little of Mr. FNH, what he just sent me on Discord. In the Hangout, on the Discord Hangout. Check this out. Oh, that's his puppy. It's a doggy. That wasn't the STL file we were talking about, right? I don't know. I still, I like dogs. dogs. Apparently, so does Bezos. <laughs> 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 Bezos looks like a freaking James Bond villain, by the way. I am not being nice today. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to chill, and I'm being a total jerk. Yeah, and Be- I'm, just like, that's, I'm not being a good representative of my projects today. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's Bezos not- is a James Bond villain, and I think he is. He's he's really into space, and I think he married a Klingon. 
or just dating a Klingon. I would just think, like, at that point, you should, you know, if anything, if you have to look at, like, these weird combinations of, like, really rich dudes, I think the Russian oligarchs at least have it better figured out. You always see these big, fat Russian gas oligarchs guys, and they always got, like, 10 supermodels around them. Then you get, like, Bezos and, like, you know, Musk. I don't know what their problem is, but they're just not picking right. They're not doing something right there. You Um, say their picker is broken. Their picker's broken, apparently. I mean, Grimes with their little, like, Mao books and shit. I don't know what the hell's going on there, but... Um, uh, well, Grimes and uh, and uh, Musk are now splitsy. I just heard that, yeah. You know, but... Okay, here you go. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch a little bit. I wanted to give a shout-out to... What do, what do you... Oh, dude, come on. <laughs> I'm the joker. John, you need your OCD meds now. You need the supplement. There's too much filler going on there, buddy. Too much filler. Um, All right. I I wanted to give a shout out to Zach at Toxic Patch Co. Very cool. Oh, nice. So for those of us that live out in the desert area, we got like the stuff that goes with brown nylon. And this one goes out with the people that want to live in the 80s. And like black. Nice. So I just Dude, got. Where's Zach? Where's Zach? Is he in here? Because I, I need to ask about my squadron patch. So just so you know, <laughs> oh toxic God. patch go. And uh, I just wanted to let you know that. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, this is like going downhill. You're making it so I can't chill now. I don't I don't think some work defines that. I think there's a lot more than some going on there. So, sure. Um, I'll trade. I'll uh, I'll do the patch trade thing. Send me your email or your address. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Dee Warren says that Jeff Bezos' girlfriend looks like a crappy NFT. <laughs> I'll take Uh-oh. that as a compliment, though, because Rob's got an now. idea now. Oh, I you and see the it, thing. I got. <laughs> I got I got too many ideas. That's the problem. <laughs> you def- you disrailed this yourself, Rob McNeely. I got to keep your show interesting because sometimes you know it's slow. Oh, it's got to keep it going, Mojo. All right, your show's not slow. You're pretty funny. So where where can I buy Tusk? Uh, like to buy it, the, when the Bololex exchange is the only one I would trust right now, mm-hmm. that's the main one that I would trust. And just so everybody knows what, what can I buy with Tusk right now? So I have all sort although my online wallet is not working. Is that correct? So the, the, the cloud wallet will be up this week. Um, okay. So, so right now we are not, so, so we only got a couple of retailers that are accepting Tusk right now. Cause our main Dude, push is for, for, and our roadmap is pushing retailers on next year. So we're like 2022 is when we're going to be onboarding a lot more. So you can buy body armor at citizen armor. You can buy 80% lowers at APM80.com. Um, Let's see, you can buy CBD out of a place out of Wisconsin, CBD products. Um, you're going to be able to buy some Bath & Body products pretty soon, I believe, from Shop Solace. We were talking to them about an integration recently. 
Um, so there's a few things. It's not just gun-related stuff, but those are kind of like the early kind of like beta testers, I guess, as far as the retail side. Um, mm -hmm. But there's going to be a lot more next year. So those are the ones that I cool. know um, that you can spend Tusk right now. Uh, okay, and I didn't so know we were doing a show at nine. Let me see what I can do. Shooting gallery doing it then. Nine p.m. tonight. So I, I think shooting gallery was asking uh, both you and Dark if you're going to be on tonight. And uh, yeah, I mean, I can, I can, I can uh, try. I, I just got to get my kid to sleep, then I can try to be on. You got to herd the cats. What's this about <sighs> Hank Strange now? Hank uh, Strange is going to be on tonight. No, why? So, uh, everyone needs to ask Hank Strange why he donated to Biden and say Babyface P told 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 Hoff that. We already did this. Oh, okay. this fake rumor. Uh, I, I just so Hank's got a show. Drama. Yeah, Hank's Hank's on tonight with uh, Walter and Patrick, uh, the regular Monday night crew. Cardano. Uh, somebody's asking about. I think he's talking about. Somebody's asking about. Cordano, but I think he was trying to. I think he means Cordano. Um, I think you know. Here's the thing. It's like I crypto like and I, I like crypto, and I and I party with Charles. Like I know Charles. He follows me on Twitter and everything. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know where. Uh, it, I think with a lot of these, there's a lot of great technology out there that's not being used. Okay, and, and so when you say could be, yes, going to be, that's a different question because ultimately. <laughs> You know, it doesn't matter how good your technology is if if you're not if you don't have a plan to get people to use it and adopt it for actual buying and selling things, it's not any good. I would say the same thing about art. Then this is where artists are really kind of bad at marketing. It doesn't matter how good your movie is. It doesn't matter how good your painting is. If you don't have a way to get it in front of potential audience members or potential fans, it doesn't matter how good it is because no one's going to see it. And, and blockchain's the same way. I don't, and, and I say, like, as far as mass adoption happening, I don't believe you're going to get mass adoption of crypto until somebody is out there mass marketing. And, and I always say, look at how the, and I'm old, so I remember the World Wide Web coming into being. And, and everybody's like, oh, the World Wide Web just happened. I go, no, it didn't. World Wide Web got adopted because AOL literally sent millions of CDs out and spammed those AOL CDs for years with free minutes and their first email. And that's how most people got their first email address in the nineties. Oh, I, I had my first email address like 89 ish. Yeah, whatever. My, my first one Thank was, you, sir. I remember, you know, my first, Prodigy. my first email, my first email address was 32 FBD WW at cmish.edu. <laughs> yeah. I had the prodigy one. It was just a bunch of freaking numbers. But 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 that was niche though. Like Prodigy was super super niche, right? That was not mainstream, and it was not you know mass adoption. Mass adoption of the World Wide Web and what led to things like Hotmail and things was AOL. You know what? It's you AOL. know what? I'll, I'll tell you a little secret about our boy Steve Case. Uh, Steve Case, it was the founder of AOL, right? Yeah, and Steve Case. Actually, from my area, so he set up AOL in my area, uh, and I I know like one of the original employees of AOL, and believe it or not, he still works for Oath. He's still with really? Oath. Oath is wow. AOL became Oath, but right now AOL is Oath, so he still works for Oath, uh, and. Uh, 
the dude the dude is effing set because uh, he had stock in AOL, like original stock in AOL, like like pre IPO stock. So he said, uh, so um, I know a bunch of people that used to work there when they were in one room and and Steve Cave was sitting there and they used to charge by the hour, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Charge what by the hour? For what? leave me for AOL? For AOL, yeah. Yeah. So everyone who works at AOL, you could pick up extra hours by sitting in a little room and pretending that you're a girl and keeping people online. Kinky. So they would be talking to these guys and they would pretend like they're like sixteen year old girls and stuff. Catfishing. And they had and they had hotkeys. So one of the guys was like responding and I was actually hanging out there because, you know, they let people coming out. So I was hanging out with my boy, right? And he's responding. He was just talking and he's saying like one, two, three, you know? And the, and the guy's like, wow, you can type really fast. <laughs> it's all freaking, it was all macros. And by the way, you know I got. And by the way, you know I got. I got hairy legs. All right, that was supposed to be the Wolverines, but Rich, I think he gave me five dollars for some reason. Yes. So So I gave you money, then you give it back. Okay, whatever. (laughs) If there's a two eight podcast and Flying Reach is not on it, if it's still a podcast, I would say no. I I thought I thought him being on podcast was his job. Kind of is. He's like a professional side chick for podcasts. It, it, it kind of is. It, you know, I mean, that's what he gets paid to do in book. So you're like the eye candy for 2A. Indeed. Podcast. Yes. Yeah. When when American Gun Chick isn't available. She's not going to be available for a while. <laughs> Why? What happened? She's pregnant. Oh, I didn't know that. Ah. Oh, you didn't know that either, uh, Rich? That's not a crumpy exclusive. You don't have a freaking you know news drop of that. No, I let her drop the drop it herself. But I was called the TMZ of two A. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny. But yeah, so my boy, I'm not going to say who he is. He still works for uh, AOL uh, Oath. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, he works uh, from New York for a couple days a week. It works from here. But the cool thing is, he actually flies via helicopter from here to their New York office twice a week. What do they actually do? Uh, they they are content management now. They do a lot of content. Um, they own a, like a bunch of different sites now. Uh, Huffington Post, for example, is an AOL site. Site. Hmm. Yeah, um, they shouldn't brag about that. No, I'm just saying. Uh, they they have they have a lot of different. Um, Sites and they and, the, and they're still buying sites, man. Um, they do a lot of digital advertising as well. Um, TechCrunch, they own TechCrunch, by the way. Mm. 
bunch of a lot of advertising and mobile app applications. Uh, like 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 Canvas Labs is AOL. So they do a lot of uh, mobile app MMA fighting is AOL. Oh wow! Yeah. It- Hey, can I uh, jump in with some serious news here? Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Colin Powell, if you don't know, he's he passed uh, complications due to COVID. So, um, just just want to let everybody know. I want to give out you know respect to his family, and uh, I hope um, you know that in their period of mourning that that they're comforted knowing that. He made a difference to a lot of people. I wasn't a fan, but I don't want to get political on it. But I, I don't wish ill upon anyone. I know other people have. Um, who was the guy? Nine nine nine. What was his name? He ran for president. Herman Cain. Uh, he passed of COVID, and the left immediately jumped on him. Oh, she should have been wearing a mask. You should. I'm like, guys, you know what? Somebody passes you. You. Uh, Give give your uh, condolences to the family, you know, the surviving family, because that that's a bad thing for everybody. Yeah. You know, you, you don't you don't revel in anybody's death unless it's Osama bin Laden. Yeah, I used to see Colin Powell like several times a week. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Uh, I used to. No, I know. I, I, I used to be a uh, uh, Caps uh, season ticket holder, and he used to be a Caps season ticket holder as well. I was in the higher section and he was in the lower section, but I always see him sitting there behind the cap skull. But you know what? On that depressing note, thank you, Rich. Jerry asshole. Um, no, just just throw a couple more Joker pictures up. We're cool. <laughs> no, no. Uh, thank you for ending this on a depressing note. We're gonna go around and. Uh, um, we're going to start with Flying Rich, who once again crashed the show. Uh, so you can find me at flyingrich.com, youtube.com slash flyingrich, and on utreon.com slash c slash flyingrich. Okay, and who is your channel that you're helping uh, out today? Let's see. The, does it have to be somebody that's popular, or can I do somebody? Dude, it, it could be. Dude, I told you anybody? it could be anyone. You fool. Okay, I believe Jesus it is Christ, the craft, man. the craftsman. The what? Uh, I'm I'm just verifying his channel. Name. Oh yeah, you, you, Love- you're pimping a channel. You don't know. Uh, I'm gonna pimp this channel. I I'm not really sure what it is, but cool. uh, you know, I don't type it in. Boy, John, you're you're a hard boss. You know that. <laughs> you're gonna hurt right, me. It's not this guy. All right, why Rich is trying to figure out who the hell he's pimping? Rob McNeely. I know who I'm pimping. So I'm pimping the Watsy charity, and we're giving them ten percent of one hundred percent of the proceeds of the Undead President's drop the NFT drop that's upcoming. The pre-sale is on the 25th of October. The main sale is on the 28th. You can get whitelisted for a 28th um, sale by going to our Discord. 
And if you just DM me in there, I'll make sure you get on the wait list because I just know a guy. Um, and then um, uh, that's the I'm most important thing. Right? You are on the wait list. And it's not a racist list. It's just a wait list. And then, um, but we decided to uh, do this NFT drop and we're going to do another NFT drop hopefully by Christmas. Um, but if you want to learn more about the Undead President's NFT drop, which is uh, located at crappy.art, and that's crappy with a K, K-R-A-P-P-Y dot A-R-T, and you can it's, find it's, all the information there. there. There's the little banner up. Oh, awesome. And then, as always, uh, I always, I'm always i a big fan of Tusk, so you can always check out Tusk, T-U-S-C dot network. That's T-U-S-C dot network and T-U-S-C dot network. All right, all right, guys. Rich, do you have your channel yet or no? Yes, I, I dropped the link. It's the Craftsman, C-R-A-F-S-M-A-N. Love that guy. All right. I am going to say you can always go to my Patreon at patreon.com slash John Crump, where you can uh, help support this channel and others like it so I can give Rich some money. Uh, Rich is going to be going away for two. Uh, that may be delayed. Two to ten. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe delayed. So I, I don't know anything yet. Yes, Drew Ballot Bradley, send me an email, and I would definitely get your uh, 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 your your cousin's link out there. Today, I am pimping the one, the only, the channel member himself. Also known as the goddamn Bacon. Bacon! Check out his channel. His live streams are interesting. Bacon had like a five-hour live stream the other day. His live streams, there's like no room to rot. I mean, they can go for like 15 minutes or they can go for like eight hours. And it's kind of like, and like they can, angry man in a truck type rants no no he just has like they're just random live streams when i'm talking about random i'm talking about like random random i mean like you can tune in and it'd be about guns or you can tune in and it'll be about comic book characters or you can tune in or it could be about his love of uh transsexuals um but, <laughs> um, but yeah i mean it could be anywhere it could be about you know, guns, it could be about sex, it could be about life, it could be about depression, it could be about anything. That's why I really like it. Because it's all over the place. Or crazy Russian girl for ex girlfriends too. That's, bang bang. Uh, true. But yeah, so I really like it. So bacon, the goddamn bacon, check them out on YouTube. All right, guys, that is it for today. Sorry, the Brass Bandicoot did not show up. I don't know what the hell happened. We'll reschedule. We're going to reschedule them, apparently. But we did have Mr. Rob McNeely. Tomorrow we have Locked and Loaded Latinos. Yes. Joe and Rolo. So that should be interesting. Then on Wednesday we have... That's a question for you, Rich. Control Pew and Vin. That's going to be really interesting. Uh, Rich is going to the 3D print stuff. Yeah, Rich is going to be all fanboyish. And then on Thursday, we have uh, Coda Boy. Coda Boy 32. The man, the myth, the legend. Next week, who do we have? 
let's see. Monday, we have Eclipse Holsters. Let's see. Where is my calendar? I didn't know you were going to go like another week in advance on me. Right. So, um, okay, Monday we have a clip holsters. You'll find out the rest later. Uh, we may have a very special guest on Tuesday, still working to close the deal. And Wednesday we have uh, Cyclops. Okay, yes. All right, I see Bacon out there. Bacon, you are most welcome, my friend. Everyone, I just want to say one more thing my words of wisdom for the day. Remember, let's. Go, Brandon. <laughs>